What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 172. We're here on Thursday, April 2nd in uh, week... The bunker. Four of the lockdown. Yeah, I mean, four, week four or five. who knows at this point. Uh, but we're getting through it, and, and we just need to get through it as Americans, so... Yeah. Stick together as a country and, and put the partisan political bickering aside, which seems yeah. to be hard for the left. Yeah. Because... They can't give President Trump credit for anything. No, they can't. Except for, except for the governors in the hotspot states. Like Gavin Newsom, uh, you know, made a point to on CNN yesterday to say, you know, I, I would be remiss to say that he hasn't been responsive to our needs. Yeah, and that's actually what so, we were going to talk about. Yeah. So the quote was, I'd be lying if I said Trump hasn't been responsive to our needs. Yeah. Every time I've called the president, he's quickly gotten on the line. Yeah. When we asked to get support for the Mercy Ship for Southern California, he was able to direct that in real time. Mm-hmm. We have 2,000 of these field medical sites that are up, almost all operational now in the state because of his support. Yeah. Those are the facts. Yeah. And he was telling that to Jake Tapper. Yeah. And that's – President Trump has responded every single time a state has called him for help. Mm-hmm. And these people that are trying to make this out that President Trump is doing a bad job managing this response are just being total f***ing liars. Well, I mean, he mentioned it during the State of the Union, Trump, uh, on February 4th, before he was totally acquitted on the shoddy impeachment stuff. And Mm -hmm. he mentioned it, and there's clips. Nancy Pelosi looks to, uh, appears to be zoning out. During the when he mentions that the <laughs> the coronavirus the coronavirus yeah. is is uh, is is a uh, devastating China. Well, so. the thing that nobody wants to talk about is the fact that uh, during the impeachment was when this was really in its beginning stages. Yeah. And if they hadn't distracted us with that partisan bull, totally unfounded impeachment, yeah. maybe we could have directed our energy and our minds and our smart minds to an earlier response. And and people say, oh well, that's just ridiculous. Well, it's not. Yeah. yeah. And and you you have to also realize that the vein of which the political media was viewing everything around that time it was impeachment only. Right. It was impeachment only. Right. And you know, and then I mean, I think coronavirus barely even got mentions on no. the news. No. So it, you know, they try to blame put this all at the feet of the president, which is just totally ridiculous. Yeah. And some good news now, 47%, which is still too low. We need to work on getting that higher. But 47% of voters believe that China is primarily to blame. And uh, 27% believe that it's at least somewhat likely that the Chinese government intentionally created and released the coronavirus, which I don't know if I'd go that far as intentional, but it could have been unintentional. It could have been unintentional, although I'll I'll just – Play devil's advocate here. Mm. I would not be shocked. No, me either. Me either. I mean, this is an authoritarian regime. We have people disappearing all the time over there who are trying to do the right thing in mm-hmm. terms of alerting the public. So, um, and and I, I'm sorry. I, I know that sounds nuts, but I, what, I mean, come on, folks. You, you listen to it. Would you be shocked if China intentionally unleashed this? No, I agree. I, I mean, totally agree. And then I, I mean, get they called, hate their own people. When I, mean, I say that, I get called Alex Jones. So whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You but know, what? The, just wait. Just nine months from now. Just wait. Right. Right. So, well, you know. All these lives lost and all these lives disrupted and the yeah. millions and millions of jobs lost are because of the Chinese. Yeah. In the past two weeks, 10 million Americans have lost their jobs. Yeah. I mean this is because of the Chinese yeah. and, and that leads us into our next topic. Mm-hmm. The media and the Democrats, some of them, yeah. are finally realizing that they screwed up in believing China's propaganda. Which, I know, but this again, (laughs) guys, come on. I know this is like we like this is (laughs) we see the ice we 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 saw this iceberg from five hundred miles away on the 
fucking radar. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, it's an authoritarian regime, and you 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 really believe? I know you. Get, well, you know, not Julio Rosas actually did a good job co- collecting all the screenshots of all the, the propaganda peddling. But you got to be kidding me, believing China's bull numbers from this. Yeah, Julio did a great job yeah. on townhall.com. You can find the story. It's the list of shame. Yeah. It's the U.S. media who took Chinese propaganda numbers of the Wuhan coronavirus yeah. cases at face value and also then further followed up in running interference for yeah. the Chinese Communist yeah. Party and parroting their propaganda. Yeah. And the list is the usual players. New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, Daily Beast. I mean, you have Vox, NPR, which is public funded. Yeah, I know which is even more disgusting. Some of these headlines, NPR, U.S. surpasses China in cases of coronavirus. New York Times, U.S. now leads the world in confirmed coronavirus cases. Washington Post, which is republishing a Bloomberg article. There is a shock. How's Mike doing nowadays? U.S. surpasses China for the most infections worldwide. CNN, U.S. has more known cases of coronavirus than any other country. Daily Beast, U.S. has the most coronavirus cases in the world, surpassing Italy and China. No, not true. Who believes that the Chinese numbers just dropped off? Yeah. To zero. Exactly. Right? Nobody. And they reopened yeah. a bunch of shit, and now yeah. they're having to reclose a bunch yeah. of shit. Yeah. So it just shows this is still running rampant over yeah. there in it's China. It's not like the air conditioning. You just turn off the thermostat. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I what know. is going on over here? Not to mention... Now, uh, you know, you see their, their new one is that more tra- – this is very tragic. I'm not trying to, you know, make mm-hmm. a partisan point, but here we are. Over 4,500 Americans have died from this virus. Now it's – they're saying more Americans have died in this than 9-11. So now right. this is tr- – we've gone from Trump's Katrina to this is 9-11 because, you know, Trump made it happen. Right. And you, you know that's going to be – you know, the, the full, that's their talking that, point. That's going to go full throttle yeah. in about a couple of weeks. That's their talking so, point. Well, you know, they're already talking about investigations. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. Adam Schiff wants a, uh, like a review of like what went down with mm-hmm. the whole response. Well, they want to talk about why me? the response was delayed. You know where he should f***ing start? And Larry has a great VIP article about this, yeah. or VIP column on townhall.com. Yeah. They should start by looking at f***ing Adam Schiff yeah. and what he did with impeachment and distracting the entire country in the vital weeks that we could have been spending time on this. Yeah. And that's just, that's just a fact. People can say, oh, you're making political excuses. No, that's a fact that... If we hadn't been distracted with the partisan impeachment, we could have dedicated yeah, the time to this. Yeah, maybe we could have, yeah. And you now have the far-left, you know, infamous group MoveOn.org, which ironically was started during the Clinton impeachment yeah. to move on from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're calling news networks to stop airing President Trump's coronavirus task force briefings that take place daily from the White House. And – There's a really stark divide on this because you have the left that says, oh, the President Trump is just, you know, it's a campaign rally for him. But everyone that I talk to, whether they're a Democrat in New Jersey or not, thinks that these briefings need to continue and that they are super informative. He brings the experts out. I I, I will say he he probably should have more than one a day. I think it should be one in the morning, one at night. But – the, the things they talk about during this are public information that the, the information needs to be out there. Yeah. And to, and to censor the president, yeah. but yet, but yet yeah. they carry the Dem governor's full-fledged, yeah, you know, no, yeah, no, with and, and, Andrew Cuomo and, and his like, nipple like, rings. For example, yesterday was a very good – you know, just because we're fighting a virus doesn't mean that our national security gets put on pause. Mm-hmm. You know, we still got to fight drug drug smugglers. We still got to fight illegal immigration. We still mm-hmm. got to fight terrorism. And – we had top de- uh, de- Department of Defense officials. We had – I believe Esper was up there. Yes. Right. right? 
Um, he was great. Yeah, talking about what the United States military is doing to enforce the borders and protect our national security while we're fighting this virus because it is a two-front war. In fact, it's a it's a multi-front war when when in a situation like this running a state. And then they had Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci. It the blows team my mind. the team that President Trump has put together is second to none. Yeah. Between his great cabinet secretaries, the public health officials who yeah. have stepped up during this crisis. I mean, you you have a brain surgeon, yeah. Ben Carson, a, in housing and urban development, who also has obviously health knowledge. Yeah. I mean, these people are very, very smart yeah. and are, are – we're lucky yeah. to have them leading the country during it's, this time. He, Can you imagine if something good, of he, this – He has good brain trust around him. Something I mean, of this scale during Obama. Oh, my god. I mean, you know, they talk about swine flu, yeah, which yeah. I think was a little bit different. Yeah, well, because we had but, a vaccine available. Right, and Thank right. God, and thank God we did. But, but you know, the, the they're trying to mobilize the federal government as best as they can. And for yeah. people to try to blame President Trump, that just makes me sick. Yeah. You know, the, can't we just put the political bickering to the side yeah. for just a minute? Yeah. And even, you know, yesterday, credit, you know, never I'll give credit to Jim Acosta, but yeah. a little bit of credit. He was actually he not was, that bad. He was professional yesterday. Yeah. And the president and him had a good a good back and forth yeah. professionally, which yeah. can be done. The media needs to stop yeah. acting as the opposition party. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was, you know, Voice of America had a really good question about, you know, people on Medicaid who, yeah. who might not qualify for this because they might, you know, because if you make like a penny more, you're you're not, you know, some right, things aren't right. covered. So, you know, um, that was a very good qu- And Trump said, we're going to look into that. It's a very, you know, that's a very good question. We're yeah, gonna they bring, look. if they do you know? their job, yeah. they bring ideas to him that yeah. then can be turned into good policy. Yeah. It's... It's disheartening, and we've said this before yeah, in this country. Yeah. We need to have a serious discussion about the media after this is all over. Yeah. How – who's getting paid by China yeah. first off because that's very clear, especially yeah. uh, places like NBC and, and yeah. Comcast. And, and, and Bloomberg gets a ton of money from China. Yeah, well, you like, remember even yeah. during his failed bullshit presidential yeah. campaign, he would never criticize China. Oh, no, he can't. So if Bloomberg was was kicked out of China, Bloomberg would have to sell off a lot of yeah. properties and assets. And the leftists, so. time and time again, try to put these lies out there to get the president. And they know that the liberal media will parrot them no matter yeah. what, whether they're true or not. They put this lie out, and Joe Biden just did this. He said that the Trump admin did not act early enough. Well, factcheck.org, which by no means is a right-wing organization. No, no, no. They, they refuted – the former vice president's claim. He said that President Trump did not take action early enough and made zero effort to send medical experts to China as the virus began to spread in early January. That's just false. On January 6th, he offered to send a CDC team to China that can assist with public health efforts. And those vital weeks are what led to this escaping that country yeah, and becoming yeah. a global pandemic. Yeah. Health and Human Secretary Services or, or Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar said at a January 28th press conference, that he reiterated that offer multiple times when he spoke to China's Minister of Health. And it was reiterated again via the World Health Organization, which we're now going to rename the China Health Organization, and we'll talk about that next. Um, and you wrote about this, I believe, uh, on the WHO, the, the yes. Japanese. We'll talk yeah. about that in a second. Yeah. But more than a week later, the Azar again said that we're, we would be willing to send people to China. And so that's one part of the falsehood. The second part is that President Trump suspended travel to China very early. Yeah. Very early. Yeah. And was in fact called racist by the left oh, for yeah. doing so we by Chuck Schumer and yeah. Joe Biden. 95%. Action. 95% of Americans agreed with that action. Yeah. So apparently Joe Biden is in the 5% of America yeah. that thinks that closing travel to China wasn't a good and idea. And then when things got really bad in Europe, 
Trump was forced to close down most of Europe, travel from Europe. So. Yeah, and, and there could be more travel bans. Yeah. Listen, if one good thing comes out of this, it's very clear the borders are yeah. more essential than ever. We yeah. need to control who's coming in and out of yeah. the country. I mean, the can- you know, Canada, Mexico's already shut down except for essential trade. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's... We're we're closed pretty yeah. much. I mean, yeah, we got to be closed yeah, right now. You, we got to be closed. You know, besides Americans coming back into the country, yeah, nobody else should be coming here right no, now. No, there's no reason no. for it. First of all, you can't do anything, folks. Eighty percent right. of the country is under a stay-at-home order, so you can't really do anything. <laughs> yeah, and now we have definitive proof. Yesterday, the U.S. Yeah. intelligence community concluded that China's government is lying about coronavirus infections and deaths. They've determined that what almost everyone strongly suspected to be the case, China is concealing the extent of the coronavirus outbreak in its country, uh, not only now by reporting zeros across the board, but early on underreporting both total cases and deaths, which had a direct effect on other countries' responses. Oh. So, you know, the, the, the reason that this is so key is the numbers that we were getting – is what, you know, everyone in the world was basing their responses to this virus off of. But then it broke loose out of China, and now we find out the numbers are, you know, in China, they certainly have had more than 100,000 deaths. Oh, absolutely. There's no way they absolutely. haven't. I mean, I Millions mean, of cases. I mean, we today we crossed the 50,000 marker worldwide. Right. There's no way China... Yeah. I, They're still burning bodies I, in yeah. China. There's, there's stacks yeah. of thousands of urns it, outside funeral homes. It would not shock me if the death, the real death toll is anywhere between 175 and 250,000. Well, there. especially if we're looking at those kind of numbers here. Yeah. I mean, what are they looking at? Yeah. They're billions yeah. of people, right? I mean, maybe and, triple that. And oh we've been saying this for weeks. You know, remember, we talked about coronavirus long before many yeah. major media outlets in the U.S. were yeah. as a major concern. Yeah. And Something was happening over there. Right. We knew they were lying from the start. And now, you know, they all these people come to their epiphany and yeah. act as if they've been right the whole time. Yeah. But they were f***ing <laughs> wrong. The left wing and mainstream media uh. in this country did a grave disservice to the American people, because Orange Man bad, and there and there should be there should be I think consequences yeah. for that. But we'll we'll have time for revenge later. Yeah, we yeah. need revenge on China as well. Yeah, and maybe, there'll be time. For maybe that. some of the top outlets lose their seats in the press room for a couple weeks. Well, yeah, and then you know the the White House press pool tries to restrict who gets in there. Yeah. and keep conservative outlets out. Yeah, they kicked out the OAN girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, that was that, I thought that was ridiculous. It's very clear they want certain people. To be in there. I know, yeah, so, I know, yeah. And, and so now, this morning, or maybe it was yesterday, you wrote about this. The Japanese Deputy Prime Minister, Aso Taro, <laughs> nice name, blasts China and the WHO, says the organization should be renamed the CHO, the China Health Organization, <laughs> given the Chinese Communist Party role in covering the coronavirus outbreak through their puppeteering of the WHO. Yeah. And you wrote about this, Yeah, right? I wrote about so, – yeah, basically I wrote about how, how China installed their own director general in the WHO in 2017. So – They paid for it. Yeah, they paid for it. The guy said, you know, in January – and I think this was – I think one of the most devastating developments of all this was in January when the WHO said – because, you know, China says – China has reported no evidence of human-to-human transmission. Right. And blasted that out. For all the WHO is, you know, most people follow that, right? They're experts. Right. Which was a disaster. A disaster. So when there's no human transmission, people don't do anything. Then they followed it up with the masks yeah. thing, saying that you yeah. shouldn't wear masks. Yeah, it's not necessary. Which it's been proven that masks yeah. actually help. Yeah. And I'm not saying that everybody in this country should go buy masks because we need yeah. our health professionals to have yeah. these right now, yeah. especially while people are at Absolutely. home. But as we readjust to normal life in the coming months, yeah. 
masks are going to become a normal part of life. Uh, they, they say uh, in lieu of a mask, sometimes a handkerchief. Or a yeah, anything anything that provides yeah. any layer between yeah. you and the outside and, world and nasally out. and yeah. through your mouth yeah. could be helpful. It's not. And uh, what's it called? Uh, in L.A., uh, Mayor Garcetti yeah, yeah, said, he that said that too. if you go outside to go grocery shopping, cover your not, mouth. Cover your mouth and, and, and wear a mask, which mm-hmm. um, I'm sure is not the, <laughs> you, you, you <laughs> the signal know, you want to send. You know, us being preppers, we ordered a mask back in January. Yeah, yeah, we got masks. And, and I got replacement filters. I also them. have medical gloves. Yeah. Like, this was all stuff that I ordered months ago before yeah. even there was a run on it yeah. in the market. And this might be a routine thing. Just, yeah. you know, just have a just have a box of gloves and some masks and, uh, yeah. you know, ex- extra thing of Clorox wipes, extra hand soap. Well, um, when I went to the gas station the other day, I did yeah. this whole, like, procedure where I was, like, yeah. not touching anything, had the glove yeah. on, then removed the glove. Yeah. You know, like, you got to be very careful. We, uh, we ran out of liquid soap, the dye liquid soap that foams. Mm-hmm. But thank God I found – I have two jugs of, like, the the uh, the visque, the more – Viscous ones. Yeah, so we're, we're good. Yeah. For, I mean, any anti- for a month. I got we got we, we're gonna run any out antibacterial out. hand soap yeah. is good to have at this point. Yeah. I also and have uh, cleanse upstairs. So the the actually to wash up on. Interesting thing is that people are saying that gas pumps are one of the ways that it is transmitting by oh, surfaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people are touching gas yeah. pumps. You know, it's people that still got to get around and get yeah. gas and all that. I mean, even prior- which by the way, gas price one ninety nine. Oh, nice. First time I've had yeah. below two dollars gas in yeah. like forever. I know. But folks, I mean, even before this viral outbreak, I mean, even before then, the gas pumps you had to have known were petri mm-hmm. dishes. Yeah. I mean. And so we so, talked previously about a Chinese doctor who tried to raise the earliest alarm yes. disappearing. Yes. Now we have a second doctor, a second Chinese doctor, a woman who claimed her bosses tried to silence her early warnings about the coronavirus, and she put that out there in the open, mm-hmm. now appears to have disappeared. Yep. Which, of course, she was detained, and who knows where she is. She could be dead. Yes. But the, the thing is— she was actually in the the. the uh, if there's one article from the from the from the press that you should read, folks. It's it's how it all started, right? And, and the Wall Street Journal has a very lengthy article about it, and she's actually mentioned. Yeah. She actually went to uh, her superiors. She tried to to you know like Storm said, give a warning, and then uh, she was later brought before a disciplinary board and accused of peddling rumors, and now she's missing. Yeah. So, well, um, you know they're still doing the same they were early on they're yeah. silencing everybody yeah. that has anything to say yeah. I, I think all the vloggers who were going into the hospitals I think they've all vanished right Storm well especially that Pretty one much. big YouTube guy he yeah. vanished early on yeah, and who gone. knows where he is he's the, probably that's dead. the one the police were knocking at his door and he was vlogging and that was like one of his last videos mm-hmm. yeah it, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's scary it's really scary I mean but they got before they got you know tragically disappeared <laughs> they got some crazy images from the hospitals Families being forcibly dragged out of their homes and put into detention. Oh, yeah, detention. the police beating people. Yeah, uh, the, the uh, authorities, you know, forcibly, like, welding doors Yeah, welding apartments yeah, shut. Yeah, welding apartments shut and keeping them in. Like, yeah, they got all that. It's it's very sad, and, and the media refuses to cover these things yeah. because, of course, they like to carry water for China. Yeah. And staying on the topic of the media, we had yeah. misleading reports the other day about you know the number of ventilators that we had, and, oh my god, and and yeah. the they're talking about how the UK only has eight thousand total ventilators in the country, which yeah. is a big problem for them. That's not good, yeah. But Dr. Burks had to take the podium and basically debunk this entire thing about how you know there's there's hospitals now putting complete DNR in place, which is do not resuscitate. The, we haven't reached a total saturation yet. 
which is a blessing. Yeah. The fact that we still have our hospitals operating, yep. they've not been completely overrun. Yep. We're not completely out of ventilators yeah. yet. And we're going to have about 100,000 in about three weeks' time. Right. They're, so, they're cranking up the production. Yeah. Um, and that's about the time three weeks from now where we expect to see the peak in a majority yeah. of places around the country. Yeah. So the people need to realize, yes, we may be running short on some supplies yeah. right now. Which a majority of the reason being we outsourced all our manufacturing to China. Mm-hmm. That needs to change. Yeah. And I think I think that will change going yeah. forward. But Dr. Burks, you know, has said there's no evidence of this yet. The media needs to be more careful. There's still ICU beds in New York and there are mm-hmm. still significant amount of ventilators that have not been utilized yet. Yeah. And and the US is in an okay situation yeah. right now. So the the yeah. the panic that the left wing media is trying to instill in people. Yeah. Is, is just disgusting. People and, don't need that right and, now and on so, top of yeah, everything else. This media is so down on America. I mean, like, I mean, look at – I mean, this is this is the power of American innovation and manufacturing. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you light a fire under under the American engine, it, it's unstoppable. Right. I mean, and, and I know we're bringing it back with the ventilator manufacturing, you know, my pillow making medical masks. Yeah, I mean, look at Distilleries, distilleries making hand sanitizer. I mean, every aspect of American society. Brooks Brothers making medical gowns. It yeah. is being organized. The MLB and is making gowns yeah. out of their jersey yeah. materials and masks. Yeah. You know, overnight, we have have flipped our manufacturing yeah. to national crisis mode yeah. and to make the supplies that we need. Yeah. And, and the American free market is going to be the one yeah. to save us. Everybody's looking to yeah. the government to save us. Yes, the yeah. government has a huge role in this. When we're attacked, America responds with overwhelming force. And it's the reason why a lot of Japanese uh, – sorry, not to bring up World War II. Yeah. But yeah. after Pearl Harbor, you know, the, 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 the Japanese officer corps who wasn't totally blinded by the militarism at the time mm-hmm. were freaking shitting bricks because they knew. They yeah. knew once yep. the American manufacturing base was fully mobilized, there was no way that they could compete. So people are are rightfully afraid of America and America's yeah. number one in the world because of our economy. Yeah. And because of our ability to to come together as a nation yeah. to defeat a common enemy. Yeah. And you know, the government, like I was saying, does have a big role, but it really comes down to the private industry in this mm-hmm. country. Yeah. And, you know, the calls from people like de Blasio and a lot of people on the left of yeah. for the government to just nationalize industry yeah. and Retool, take over. Control this, the, the, it's crazy. The, the, the means of production. I mean, we have people. I mean, I, I don't know where these people. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they got balls. They're, they want to have a debate about alternate methods of, of economy in terms of, you know, wanting ca- uh, communism. It's just like, what? Well, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> it goes back to the left's mantra of let no crisis oh, go to yeah. f-ing waste. Absolutely. And they're using this Absolutely. now to as basically a power grab. Yeah. And in places where they have very uh, dictatorial leaders mm-hmm. like New York City de Blasio and, you know, here in Virginia Northam, like yeah. it worries me how these these public health emergency measures, which yeah. are meant to be used in this kind of situation only, will be abused in the future. Yeah. By by fascists yeah. and leftists who want to suppress, you know, they're Americans. De- they're definitely taking government power out for a, uh, a spin. They love it. That. They and, love it. And let me tell you, you know, speak about New York City. You know, <laughs> apparently for for months, for about two months, New York City knew that the homeless that that occupy the subway systems could be a like point source for the spreading of this right. virus, and they did nothing. Well, that's a good Nothing. segue because we were going to talk about how yeah. the New York City Health Commissioner, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you wrote yeah. about this, yeah. told de Blasio yeah. to get serious on efforts to stop yeah. the Wuhan virus's on, spread, and he refused. On March so what t- happened? On March 10th, 
you know, they, the, the city was seeing spikes in this, in this pneumonia slash flu-like uh, illness popping up in the city. Mm-hmm. She went to de Blasio on March 10th and uh, said that basically he needed to get serious about maybe, you know, enacting measures to clamp down to control the spread, and he refused. Straight yeah. refused. March 11th is when uh, Eater, New York, had that post about de Blasio telling people to go out to eat if you're healthy and otherwise not worry. Right. Um, Tom Elliott at Grabian has a good clip about de Blasio pretty much telling people to just go about their lives. And right. There's no human-to-human transmission or whatever the Well, they were telling him to go to the Lunar yeah. New Year parade. Yeah. Remember that? Yep, yeah, yeah, that too. Chinese New Year was celebrated. And then uh, finally on March 15th, uh, you know, de Blasio was forced to lock down the city. But again, you still got the... Uh, and they're still down there. The home, because, you know, de Blasio doesn't want to, you know, be mean to the homeless right. people. They're still down there. And it's kind of hard because then you're forcing, you're risking exposure to the police mm-hmm. who have to go down there. About 1,400 members of the, of of, uh, of New York's finest have been infected with the coronavirus. And several have died. Yeah. So it's, it, yeah, several have died. So it's it's not like this is an easy task. But to, to, to clamp down on, on the spread, they're, they're going to have to go down there. Yeah. I mean... I think that's that. That's one of the biggest threats to really containing it is is the, the homeless people, on the subway systems. Because if, if one have got it, then three have got it, and then it, remember you, you you multiply it by twos and threes because yeah. it infects up to two to three people on average, one one infected person. So, I mean, how many people use the subway every day? Well, we how have, many people are on one car? And we have that <laughs> problem in other cities with large homeless populations, yeah. especially Los Angeles too. Oh my God. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, there's there's so many things that we need to figure out about how, you know, I know there's a major want out there now to get back to normal life, to yeah. restart the economy, yeah. and and a lot of hatred against what these politicians have done as far as restricting our lives, and I'm not yeah. the biggest fan, but you you there had to be some sort of drastic measure taken yeah. because if we hadn't done something like this, yeah. We would be talking about right now the healthcare system being overwhelmed. Yeah, and and, then, and the horrible discussions, the death rate spikes. Horrible discussions of who gets a ventilator and who doesn't. Like right, then you need to decide, like so, in Italy, who yeah. dies. And At who least lives. with this, we have some breathing room where we can have tens of thousands of, of ventilators, you know, in in the wings. And you know, I think another part of this is is the fact that you know it's not like people in power didn't think that this was like a real virus. Right. There's a lot, like, like, like you talked about, you know, the people playing armchair president. Mm-hmm. There's a, and, you know, same thing goes with armchair governor. There's a lot of decisions that, that this impacts. I mean, 10 million people unemployed right now or falling yeah. for unemployment. Yep. Like this, I think it was a debate and it's, it's actually not a crazy debate. It's do we bite the bullet now or do we try to, right. Try right. to keep some aspect of the state economies going where the effect isn't as bad and hope for the best. And unfortunately, I think the latter won out in those in those in those debate rooms with, mm-hmm. with the officials. And now we have to have stay at home orders. But that's not an, a crazy position or, no, or it, insane position. It, I, actually, I empathize with that position because you are going to put a lot of people out of work. But right, right. I think maybe now in retrospect, maybe biting the bullet. That was really March. But was probably the best way to also, go. Also, they tried they tried to advise people to stay home. But they insisted yeah. on continuing in their normal lives. Yeah. They got on planes. Yes. They went to spring break. Yes. They went to the beach. Yeah. I mean, look at all these spring break yeah. cases that went all back over yeah. the country now. Yeah. You and know, some crazy people were licking toilets with that coronavirus TikTok challenge. Right. I mean, those are f***ing morons, and they deserve to die. <laughs> but. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I mean, again, if one person gets it from that, right. I mean, my God. So, you know, I mean, it, and it and is. And the shedding from an, an asymptomatic person is yeah. it's through the roof. 
these political leaders, yeah, I mean, we don't like politicians yeah. either, but they've had some very yeah. stressful decisions yeah. to make about yeah. saving lives, yeah. which, which is what this comes down to. I mean, yeah. you know, everyone always talks about, oh, President Trump has blood on his hands. I mean, he's trying his hardest. The guy's out there working 20-hour days with his team. I mean, with Fauci and Burks, and they are constantly together and in contact. The vice president, by the way, let's talk real quick about yeah. the job that the vice president has done here is nothing short of a miracle. Yeah. Mike Pence deserves some significant, I think him- I think the Medal of Freedom. Yes, I think I him, think Fauci, yeah. Burks, and a whole crew yeah. of responders to this, when this thing yeah. starts to die down, yeah. deserves the Medal of Freedom. Yeah. But we talk about it dying down, there's gonna be a second resurgence. Yeah. Once we go back to normal, yeah. and normal being I don't think it's going to be what we considered it used to be normal. Yeah. It's going to be a new normal. But there's going to be a second resurgence. And hopefully by then, we can have a vaccine yeah. or we can be sure that the treatment yeah. is going to work. And we're going to talk yeah. a little bit more and, about the treatment later on. And, yeah, yeah. And, and hopefully some, th some therapeutics that, that, could, that are right. now not you know, being held up or – or doubted by yeah. Some well, you know, in the, media. the thing is that they're <laughs> and they talk about these in these daily presidential briefings, which is yeah. key. These companies come to the FDA, come to the president, and come to the government and say, "Hey, we have an application in. It's been sitting. I mean, normally these things take eight months to a year to yeah. get approved. Yeah, it's been sitting." They say, okay, we'll take a look at it right away. Hours later, it's approved. Yeah. Like the mask sterilization stuff yeah. and the five minute testing by Abbott, which could end up being one of the biggest, besides the hydroxychloroquine combination treatment, yeah. could be the biggest weapon in this battle. Yeah. But it, there's also, I feel like, a, you know, everyone's taking for granted right now that there are still millions of Americans out there who are putting their lives on the line to make sure that people are getting treated. Yeah. I mean, the healthcare workers, that because of the shortage of personal protective equipment mm -hmm. uh, that have to be in gear the same gear all day you yeah. know they can't even take it off to go take it yeah like you know i i feel so bad for these people and one of my good friends rob is a nurse and yeah you know he's been working hard like the doctors are working non-stop and then even beyond the healthcare industry i mean you have the janitors at the hospitals yeah. you have the yeah. people that are feeding these doctors yeah. you have the truckers who are getting delivering the food, the to, the food to the hospitals and to, and to the grocery stores, the people in the grocery stores that are yeah. working 13 hour days on their feet, yeah. stocking shelves, yeah. checking people out, sanitizing yeah. the stores. I mean, this is really, truly the and, best and of America. Actually, on a side note, that's another uh, amazing quality we have as a country. The amount of resources we have. I mm -hmm. mean, we're, we're not going to run out of food. Right, right. We're not going to run out of food in this country. I There's mean, no I, food shortage. The yeah. supply chains are still intact. Yeah. I mean, I, I dare I say, I think that, let's say, I mean, worst case scenario, I mean, you know for a fact there are some countries in Europe that would absolutely run out of food. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely and, run out of food. And, so, you know, it does take a crisis to bring out the best in America, I feel yeah. like. But we're certainly seeing that now. And just, you know, thank you to all the people out there yeah, that are still guys. working hard. We have it easy. We get to sit here yeah. behind a computer. I mean, we're lucky and, that we have and, an internet company. That and write and, you know, yeah. and do our jobs, which is yeah. nothing compared to what these people are doing. Yeah. So I just wanted to take a second there to say yeah. thank you for that because we owe these people a huge debt. Once this is over, I think we need to come up with a way as a country yeah. to recognize these people uh i mean even i don't know makes maybe build some sort of monument or something but i think that there needs to be awards given out and and people need to be recognized for what they've done here
But we also uh, just wanted to send, you know, we're not Chris Cuomo fans here, but sending yeah. our best to him. Hopefully yeah, he recovers. Get, get well soon, man. He looks to be okay. Uh, it's interesting, you know, yeah. he, he said that it feels like somebody was beating him like a pinata and he was shivering so much uh, that he chipped his tooth. You know, so it is a bad, a bad, bad illness. Yeah. And he's had hallucinations. He And he said his father, Mario Cuomo, who was the who's, governor of New York, who passed away years ago, died five years ago. Yeah. Yet he said he recalls having a conversation with him just last night. And he said he was up all night. He was hallucinating. My dad was talking to me. I was seeing people from college, people I haven't seen in forever. You know, it was freaky what he lived through, yeah. he said. And luckily, he has a more mild yeah. case. Well, well that, but that, that sounds like an intense fever right there. Yeah. The oh, yeah, definitely. Right? I mean, yeah. that's – I mean, and so, it, it is. I mean, it's not like the flu, but it has those symptoms like the chills right. and, and the fever and whatnot. But it just sends the message home that if someone like Chris Cuomo, who's a, yeah. a national anchor on a television show, yeah. can get it – so can anyone yeah, else. Yeah. And but there's it, 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 he's in New York though, right? Yeah, he is in New York. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. But but there's chances. you know, but there's been people that are young and have no pre existing yeah. conditions and have died. Yeah. Yes, the numbers indicate that if you have a pre existing condition, yeah. you're much more likely. Yeah. But it's it's not the virus doesn't yeah. discriminate, no. you know. It's actually like, it's actually Dr. Felich was on today. It's very, very, very random. It's weird. Like it's you, like a gamble. You have like healthy thirty year olds, a healthy twenty one I saw a case in the UK, a healthy twenty one year old who had mild symptoms die. Mm-hmm. And then there's some who get it and it's like nothing. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, it, 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 there, there's a there's a certain genetic element, he Fauci said, but even to this day, I mean he's seen viruses all over. We, I know, still, we still don't know. I and mean, it's not just this virus, any virus. I know someone. I mean, people have survived in, uh, Ebola. <laughs> up in Brooklyn, in New York. Yeah. And uh, my friend's cousin. Yeah. Young, healthy kid. Yeah. Same age. Tragic. Same age as us. Mm-hmm. No pre existing condition. Now, the thing is, people could have underlying conditions they don't know about that yeah. this could take advantage of. But as far as we know, he had no pre existing condition. He died. Yeah. So, this, you know, we still have to take this very seriously. And I think that the American people are now. Yeah. I well, think there was a lot of wasted time there. You get, you but st- we, st- we, st- we still got to look at Florida. Well, I, they closed the beaches now. I know. I've seen some videos of, of people, ma- you know, the, these, these kids mass, you know, <laughs> riding their bikes in mass. Mm-hmm. And just like, get off six feet. <laughs> yeah. You know, you could go outside and remain six feet away. Oh, yeah. That's totally yeah, yeah. reasonable. No, this was like a swath of But, the, well, yeah, they were on the uh, beach all like hugging and playing them. sports know, and shit. Frolicking and, up there, yeah. But... The thing is, if you look back, right, we the, the real serious start of the lockdown was before St. Patrick's Day weekend. Yeah. But yet, in many places, especially in New York, yeah. and I have this from firsthand knowledge of my friends who live there, yeah, yeah, yeah. the bars were packed. The restaurants were packed. Yeah. People were out acting as if there was nothing wrong. And that weekend alone, which is what we just saw the surge of effects of two weeks later, yeah. that weekend alone hurt us. Yeah. So... You know, the longer that we try to act normal, the the more it adds on the back end. It does. Which is what we've it been does. saying. Yeah, it know? does. You know, bite the bullet and and just stop. Yeah. Con- it, as soon as we can get a contain on the spread, we can start mm-hmm. really, really chipping away at this thing. And then you have the nuts out there that are making threats against doctors. Making threats against Dr. Fauci, making threats against hospitals, trying to drive bombs up. They think it's a hoax. Oh, my and, God. And yesterday or two days ago, actually, you had a train engineer who tried to drive a train off the tracks into the hospital ship in Los Angeles. Oh, my You've God. You've heard about this? Yeah, I saw that. This uh, man, last 44-year-old Eduardo Moreno, 
was arrested after allegedly derailing a train near the USNS Mercy Hospital ship in the Port of Los Angeles. He said he was hoping to draw attention to the Mercy's presence in the Port of Los Angeles, believing it to be a part of a larger conspiracy of a possible government takeover. And the derailed train came to rest a little more than 250 yards from where the Mercy is currently docked. Luckily, it was not harmed in any way, nope. and no one was injured and, in the incident. Yeah, and this guy's going to go to jail for the rest of his life. As he should. That's that's terrorism. It's terrorism. That's terrorism. It's, you can't – I mean, this is this – is, uh, I mean, the threats on the doctors and the hospitals oh need God. to stop. These people have enough to worry about yeah. without f***ing whack jobs oh out there God. trying to make this about some government yeah. takeover. I am one of the most skeptical people of the yeah. government, yeah. as are you. Yeah. But this is not – Yeah. this is no joke. Yeah, this is yeah. – This isn't Jade Helm. This is happening. Like, it, this is not – you know, this is not Tower 7. Right. You know, that's another, right. another group of crackpots who think that 9-11 was an inside job. So we, you know, so we had just, to get that in there. Just – oh my god. And so uh, let's let's turn to politics real quick. So there there yeah. is still an election going on. Yeah. And there is a lot of info coming out now. So <laughs> the DNC has formally pushed back. I believe it's formal now or yeah. it's about it, to be. August 17th I saw. Right? They've pushed back their convention. Yeah, yeah. To which is the week before the RNC. Oh. Now, we still don't know if the RNC is even happening. Yeah. I don't have any information we, on that we yet. We frankly don't need it. I, I agree. We really don't need I it. I agree. I mean, it's just... As much as I was looking forward to yeah. going, yeah. To, to be able to be yeah, there and yeah, see yeah, the president, yeah, yeah. I don't think we need to be putting people at risk unnecessarily no, at no, this point. No. And, and The president, and honestly... And on both parties, there's a lot of old people there. Yeah. It, it, if the it, president, it's not a good idea. It really is not a good idea. They could host a remote convention, yeah, honestly. They could. They could they could put something on yeah. Zoom. They could host television broadcasts yeah. if they want to. I'm sure Fox can set something up yeah. where, you know, the VP top surrogates yeah. and the president can give speeches yeah. is and, sort of and, a rally. And and and, and the del I mean he already has the delegates delegates well yeah i mean, I mean, they, they, I mean i'm just saying like they can just go in there they can say you know new york casts all of its votes for you know trump yeah and then we can do that all that he can give his big speech on via they're the uh, ones the democrats are really the ones that need it to yeah. handle business yeah. and there's also an issue with underlying state conventions running business and picking senate candidates and house candidates yeah. uh and and here in virginia we actually have a similar <laughs> issue because on June 9th, yeah. many local primaries were slated to be held for yeah. GOP nominations. Also, yeah. But that's the day before Northam's Northam's order ends on ends. June 10th, which very ironic that yeah. he would select of all days yeah. June 10th, right? June 10th. Random Wednesday. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense to me. But and and I have a lot of people in in Virginia political circles that are like that seems a little bit yeah. fishy to me yeah. just to get into the government conspiracy yeah. angle. Cuz every, everyone else is doing, you know, a 30-day thing. Well, you know, thirty day. I can see. I can see the end of May. Yeah. I can see June first yeah. being the date, right? Yeah. Or like June fifteenth or June thirtieth. But <laughs> June tenth, the day sure, after sure the GOP covered, elections. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't make sense <laughs> to me. But so another gear here switching. Yesterday, a huge bombshell report came out, which doesn't. It didn't get much attention. Which even if this wasn't going on, it wouldn't have gotten a lot of attention because the Dems want to stifle this as much as possible. But the inspector general released his report of reviewing hundreds of FISA applications, potentially hundreds more cases. And he says that, quote, as a result of our audit work to date and as described below, we do not have confidence that the FBI has executed its Woods procedures in compliance with FBI policy. 
Specifically, the Woods procedures mandate compiling supporting documentation for each fact in the FISA surveillance application. Adherence to the Woods procedures should result in such documentation as a means toward achievement of the FBI's policy that FISA applications be scrupulously accurate. So, in other words, the FISA applications, potentially hundreds of them submitted by people like Andrew McCabe, you know, Peter Stroke, the people that were spying on President Trump, his campaign, and his associates were not accurate. Yeah. And they were not supported by documentation, yet were used by agents to justify spying on American citizens. And they basically lied to the FISA court. This is huge. It is huge. And and you know what? I mean, for some people it might be shocking, but, you know. Well, for us it's not. Yeah, but for for, for the FISA court, I mean, the percentage of of the warrants that were approved upon submittal, mm-hmm. submission, excuse me, it was like in like the 90, 95%. Well, when something is 95% approved willy-nilly by a secret court, by the way, yeah. I'm going to have questions. The FISA court was process. just rubber stamping stuff. Yeah. And that's a bigger yeah. question when we come to FISA reauthorization here. Yeah. There needs to be reforms. There has to be. I mean, frankly, I think the court needs to be cleaned out when you need new people in yeah. there because the corruption yeah. is astounding. Yeah. It's, it's, what they it's, did to the president, yeah. I mean, you, you look from top to bottom. I mean, you have Flynn, you have yeah. Carter Page, yeah. who's writing a new book coming out this summer yeah. about how the entire yeah. government railroaded him. Yeah. It's just disgusting that the government would do it to the people that they're supposed to protect. Yeah. On, right? They're supposed to work yeah, for us. For us. And they, they, they make Mr. Page out to be like this boogeyman. Did nothing. Carter's a great guy. We him. met him we at met CPAC. Him. Yeah, he was at our VIP happy hour. Great guy, patriot. Yeah, you know, served this country, and 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 they've have. They did the him. same. They did the same to Roger Stone. Yes. They did it to General Flynn. Yeah. They did it to Papadopoulos. Yeah. They did it to all these guys deserve pardons. I'm sorry, a blanket pardon for everybody who has been impacted horrifically. I agree. By this, this sham. Right. Yeah. I mean, and in a time where they're fear trying, thy government, folks. In a time where they're trying to let people out of prison right now for this coronavirus yeah. stuff, let me tell you something. People like Roger Stone and Manafort should not be in prison. No, they should not. So be. they are very predisposed. I mean, uh, what's his name? I mean, he's a piece of shit. That Weinstein guy, Harvey. Yeah. Has it. So maybe. Well, him. Yeah, yeah exactly. he deserves Maybe it. Deserves. I'm just saying he's he's old. He's in that age group of of uh, Manafort. And he did make great movies, though. I will yeah, say, yeah, he did. He did. He did. <laughs> the Weinstein he did. companies made some great movies. He did. Um, all right, let's talk he's about. Yeah, he is. He's disgusting. <laughs> he's a <but> pig. <laughs> you, do you remember? There's an interview, a red carpet interview, where I forget who the actress was. That years ago, it was like a decade ago. Said, yeah. if Harvey Weinstein never invites you to his suite, don't, don't do go. It. Yeah, I forget then, who that um, actress was. Yeah, what's uh, well, Kate, uh, Kate Beckinsale mm-hmm. of Underworld, and finally uh, revealed like why, uh, what happened with her. It was not a rape thing. Yeah, uh, luckily, thank God. But for her, she showed up. Apparently, she uh, didn't look. Um, uh, how do I put this? Uh, Hot enough. Yeah, she didn't look yeah. slutty enough uh, at the red carpet, and he invited her to his house and like called her like, "You're a." Really? Like to her face. Like, you ruined my premiere by not looking like, you know, some looking like a skank. trash. Yeah. yeah. And so she's like, oh, my God. Well, that sounds Unstable about right. man. Unstable man. That sounds he about des- right for him. Exactly. <laughs> Deserves what he gets. He's a piece of shit. I rapist, agree. So, f- him. Some other news that came out of the briefing yesterday, which is why the military was so present, is yeah. that the U.S. has intelligence that Iran or its proxies are planning a sneak attack on U.S. troops and or assets and properties in Iraq. He tweeted... That if this happens, Iran will pay a very heavy price indeed. And, you know, I would love to see them try that right yeah. now. Because if anyone tries to f- 
with our troops at any point right yeah. now, I think we should just nuke them. Yeah. Just finish it. <laughs> nuke them. Honestly. Although, uh, and, uh, you know, how? why would they be concerned with this while their population is yeah. getting decimated? Well, they are, they, are, they are still steaming over Soleimani getting blown halfway to hell. Yeah, well, so, he deserved it. He deserved so. it. But, you know, I mean, this is like uh, – how do I put it? This is like the equivalent of like General Petraeus, yeah, getting and getting killed. So like they they have to avenge him somehow and to appease their right, their right. population. So. But you know they have one of the worst death rates in the world right now when it comes to coronavirus. They're yeah. digging mass graves, yeah, and they're concerned with this right now. Yeah. Oh I, yeah, that's another yeah. Good it's point. totally ridiculous. Great point. That's another country that we don't even know who what 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 the real numbers are. Well, yeah, you know the the New York Times tries to compare us to Iran, saying yeah. our death rate is worse. When well, they're yeah. lying about the numbers too, yeah. they're not going to put the when real numbers. When you're digging other. mass graves, I, I, please. Not only mass graves, mass graves that can be seen on satellite, yeah. and they're dumping bodies in yeah. by the dump truck. Yeah. And, but then you have some, I use air quotes, Americans yeah. Yeah. who are sympathetic and say that we should re- we should relieve the sanctions on the regime. Yeah. Are they crazy? I'm pr- I'm pretty sure I know who those uh, people. Well, are. yeah, it's the Ben Rhodes yeah. and Obama crew. Yeah. yeah. And and their media puppets yeah. like CIA Ken over yeah. at NBC News, you know, never trust that piece. Of no, he blocked me on Twitter because I called him CIA Ken. Yeah, but he was their mouthpiece, and he's one of the people who says, "Well, maybe we should relieve the sanctions." No, until- no, because they're gonna. Oh my god! I like know. what? Like I know. okay, just because the country, their country, is being ravaged by a virus, does not mean that they're gonna stop their nuclear ambitions. Yeah, I mean, if for anything, God's they're sakes, doing they don't more. Care. Yeah, I mean, if if a million people, a million Iranians died, they would still do it. So yeah. stop it. Yeah, and if Just there's one country it. that does have a lot of deaths, it's that I don't feel bad about. It's them. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. remember, their crowds chant yeah, exactly, "Death to America." Exactly. That's that's so, what we have. We have now instead of fewer terrorists. Instead of death to America, it's death to Iran. Yeah. And yes, many yeah. thousands less yeah. terrorists. Yeah, less terrorists that we have to deal with. But all right, let's do our good news of the day segment, and we'll get this show wrapped up. So, mm-hmm. uh, in the Arizona Senate race, Martha McSally, great American. <laughs> A veteran herself has announced on Wednesday that her campaign is suspending all fundraising uh, for 15 days or possibly more. And she has now directed anyone that wants to give money to her to put their resources toward causes, charity causes that are working towards a cure on coronavirus or helping people that are afflicted by it, including the Salvation Army. And her, her hashtag 15 days of giving uh, campaign aims to prioritize the American people over electoral politics. A few other GOP senators seeking re-election, like Mitch McConnell and Susan Collins, have also suspended their campaign and joined in in yeah. uh, putting the American people before politics. And I think this is something I'd like to see a lot more of right now. Yeah. Is because, yes, there's an election in eight months, I guess it is now, yeah. right? If we have the election. Or no, seven months. Seven, <laughs> seven months from months. this week. But there will be an election no matter what. <laughs> I I let, you know, there's the left running around saying, oh, President Trump's going to try to suspend the election. He's not going to suspend yeah. the election. Worst case scenario, we do some sort of like full remote mail-in yeah. ballot, but like, I don't uh, think that's going to be the case. Like uh, American Idol, text yeah. vote. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Call 888 to vote for Trump. <laughs> um, but I think that this is a really good move is to is to calm the campaigning down. You know, let's take a breather here because – that's only going to further divide the country in a time where we need to be united. Yeah. So, And I am not one person who usually likes to put politics aside yeah. because it's our business. Yeah. But I think it's very key in this yeah. time that we stand together yeah. as one country. Let's get the country healthy again and then we, and then we can kill the Democrats. Right. Yeah. <laughs> kill politically. 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 He means politically. Politically. <laughs> politically. That's for Mr. Producer. Um, 
The other thing that's come out of this crisis that's been really good is the incredible cutting of red tape and regulations inside the government, uh, especially for the uh, CMS, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid. They've now lifted uh, 147 regulations uh, compiled by the nonprofit ATR, and all of this was done in the name of providing critical care. But the, the question is now asked, why did we need these at all? Yeah. And I think that's yeah. a really good question to be asking here. Yeah. And I think that we should make these regulation relaxing permanent because it'll lead to more innovation in the American economy. Agreed. And that's something that the president, the president's administration has done really well on. Yeah. Across the board is yeah. cutting regulations, yeah. cutting reg tape, unleashing the American yeah. innovation and economy. And I think we need to do more of that. And uh, they say, quote, the wide and unprecedented range of regulatory requirements being bypassed to allow people to receive medical care included allowing ambulatory surgical centers to provide hospital care, permitting non-hospital buildings and spaces to be converted into medical and quarantine sites, and allowing coronavirus testing in homes and other non-medical sites, in addition to allowing hospitals to provide food and child care to their staff. I mean, these are just all common sense things that could prepare us for something like this down the line. Mm -hmm. And by down the line, I mean in the fall, because yeah. this is going to be an issue for the rest of the year. But, I mean, we, we need to make things as easy as possible right now. And yeah. getting stuff approved by the FDA, getting stuff approved by the CDC, new medical guidelines, making things easier to do, allowing manufacturing plants to transition to providing medical supplies to making ventilators n95 masks personal protective gear like gowns and gloves we have the ability to do it there's just been government rules and regulations that have prevented it yeah. but now they're cutting these things and i think an ellie wrote about this on yes, town hall did. and i think we need to take a serious look at making these things permanent yeah let's talk about the drug real quick hydroxychloroquine Paired together with uh, azithromycin, which is yeah. better known as a Z-Pack. Many yeah. people have probably taken in the past yeah. for antibiotic. Yep. An infectious disease doctor who's been treating coronavirus patients in New York told Fox News' Laura Ingram on Wednesday night that the combination of hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin is a game changer. This is Dr. Stephen Smith said that out of, out of his 72 patients, a mix of which were pre-diabetic, diabetic, and obese or high blood pressure, he said, quote, we haven't had anyone under 70 who didn't have a serious pre-existing condition get seriously ill. This is amazing stuff. Yeah. So the drug in its small study is working. And even the New York Times now admits, remember, these were the same leftists mm -hmm. who just weeks ago said President Trump shouldn't be giving false hope to the American people. Yeah. This isn't proven. We don't know if it'll work. It could be dangerous. It does work. Then we had the fish food incident yeah. or the fish parasite yeah, thing yeah, incident, the fish tank cleaner, which they yeah. still try to blame yeah. him for. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah. we find out now that this woman who did this, who survived, her husband died, is a lifelong Democrat as oh. well. But she said, well, President Trump and his buddies told me to do this. He didn't. Yeah, no, he didn't. Fact check. He did First not. First of all, it's not even the same drug. Right. It was hydroxychloroquine phosphate. Which is a, yeah, it's a or, chemical or for a fish tank. Or is, it, or, or is it hydrochloroquine phosphate? It's, yeah, it's a, it was, it's it not was, the same. It sounded similar. Not but the same. yeah, it was not. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh my God. and uh, a new small study shows that hydroxychloroquine's positive impact on coronavirus patients is very strong. Good. And says, quote, the malaria drug hydroxychloroquine helped to speed the recovery of a small number of patients who were mildly ill. 
cough, fever, and ammonia went away faster. The disease seemed less likely to turn severe in people who received the drug than in a comparison group not given the drug. This is also in supporting of a earlier study done by Dr. William Schaffner, an infectious disease expert at Vanderbilt University. We also have uh, news out of New York that they used this on a group of 600 patients. Not one of them needed to be intubated or died. So I think the evidence is growing. To be it's growing. Really yeah. good. And it's, it, could, it gives people hope. We yeah. need hope in this country now. You know, I hate when they talk about not giving people hope. Yeah, no, it's and bull- False. Bull- what do you want the president to come out there and yeah. say we're all f- yeah that's what he said <laughs> i could be very down i yeah. could give very horrible news the president's <laughs> job is to lead us through yeah. this and make us stronger than ever but he says i'm a cheerleader for america yeah he loves america yeah. and that's what they hate yeah the the yeah. left my god not to mention by the way uh, the right now the estimated total death toll is 100 to 200 000. how is that positive they right. want these these left these the liberal media folks. They're looking for bad news. That's very bad news. That well, is like oh yeah. I mean it is bad. Blows news. flu season out of the water. It's bad news. However, however, you know, and and this is the leftist media that said, oh, it's nothing yeah. worse than the flu. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, but it's it's bad, but it could have been much worse. Yeah, if yeah. we hadn't done anything, yeah. yeah, we'd be talking about a million. We deaths. have moved like light speed. Like moved like yes. never before, your head would spin. How and fast and many other countries, including, you know, Italy, France, the UK, yeah. are jealous of our free yeah. market system that is innovating at every single turn yeah. to make this virus go away. For example, the, the tests, the, the COVID nineteen test that takes five minutes and is similar to a strep throat test. Yeah, five minutes. They could test it they in the doctor's that. office. They want that so bad. And, oh, bad. And, yeah. and we're gonna have. We're probably gonna make. We'll Enough probably give it to them. To give it to yeah. them. So, but we need to worry about ourselves yeah, first. Yeah, we gotta get our our and, hospital stock first. Yeah, but. and and they keep talking about. I saw a story this morning from the New York Times. Oh well, the you know DHS says the national stockpile of masks and protective gear is depleted, but they leave out why. Yeah, you know why. Oh yeah, because because Obama flu. didn't restock yeah. it. After the swine flu. Yeah, that's just a fact. Yeah, and they completely gloss over it as if it's President Trump's fault. Yeah. You know, that's just the real dishonesty yeah. of the American media but going on today. now that Trump is, is president, I can guarantee you once this is under control, we're going to get everything restocked. Yes, yes. So, and they're making things quicker than ever. Yeah. They're, you know, the, the retail chains are doing good things. They're putting stop sale orders. So Home Depot, you can't go to Home Depot and get a mask right now in the public. Those yeah. things are going directly to the hospitals and the healthcare providers that need them. Once there's adequate supply there, then we can start selling them to the public in anticipation of reopening the country. I mean, these are these are all being done very strategically and very cleanly. And and the yeah. job that President Trump's done, I I think you know I, I'm obviously a huge President Trump fan, but I think the job that he's done it's been has excellent. been amazing. And the polls show it. And yep. the left and that's like why it, they're afraid. And they're afraid. That's why they want to yeah. block his press conferences yeah. from being on TV. It's close to sixty percent of the country now thinks he's doing a good job. Yeah. His approval ratings are at all time highs, and President Trump is leading this country through the crisis. Uh, real quick before we wrap up, you mentioned yeah. right before we started recording mm-hmm. a new article. Yeah. About a promising potential vaccine. Yeah, the, yeah, in the UK, I didn't read it because you know I had to I had to get down here. Get, get, didn't get a chance to read it, but I might write might, might write about it later. Um, yeah, it's basically, you know, we're doing clinical trials for a vaccine right now as we speak. And apparently there's one that, well, it doesn't, it's not a 100% effective vaccine. Uh-huh. 
it produces enough – it allows our bodies to produce enough antibodies to fight off the virus. Right. Yep. So and another, we'll see. We'll see. But again, we'll, we'll see. You know, right. <laughs> these, and an, these studies change like every day. So. Another medical game changer that's coming is the development of an antibody test. Yes. Where they can test – you know, we may have a, the case here where millions of people may have even had it or carried it yeah. and didn't know. Yeah. But they produce the antibodies. Yeah. There could be a development of some sort of herd immunity. Yeah. We don't know yet whether you can well, get it a better second yet, time. Better yet, use their antibodies to synthesize a serum. Yes. To get, to get yeah. the, the and in fact, they put a call out for recovered coronavirus patients yeah. to get in contact with their local authorities because they can be vital in giving the uh, plasma to to people who currently are sick with it and potentially dying. Yeah. And it can help them recover. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's been very heartening yeah. to see the country coming together here. Yeah. We're doing as well as we can be with this this crisis that's yeah. been yeah. dealt to us, and let's never forget yeah. where it came from. Yep, China. 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 We're on defense. We're taking preventative measures, but right now, but we do have offensive mm-hmm. weapons yep. to tackle this virus in the works, and they're going to be successful. I, I have no doubt they're going to be successful. Yep. So. so the biggest the biggest uh, feel good of the day that I have for you is China. Yeah. China. Yep. The Communist Party. Yep. And them for eating that weird. President Xi. That, yeah, especially him. Yeah. That put us all in our houses like yeah. this. And we'll have time for retribution yeah. and revenge later on. Yeah. And I think the rest of the world's on board with that Potentially too. Potentially a land invasion. Which, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we, the Japanese found out how that works. Yeah, they got only so far. <laughs> but, anyway, <laughs> um, but, you know, it's interesting to see that the rest of the world is also on board yeah. with, you know, the Chinese They, they, let, it, they right let it the out i mean my god renaming the who like the un is not happy you know even when the un's not happy that's how you really exactly because the un is a bunch of yeah exactly yeah that that's an understatement and and when you have studies saying that if they took like similar precaution measures in terms of containment they could have kept this within their borders and 95 percent of the cases would have gotten out so yeah uh the spread would have been reduced by 95 percent. that's not a pandemic that's a local health issue and we could have helped them and but you know what hey to each his own, I guess, right? Yep. So that's it for today. <laughs> We're going to wrap up for today. Of course, feel free to send us your messages. Triggered at townhall.com is our email. That email address comes directly to me and Matt. Um, you can DM us on Twitter at TriggeredTHM yes. or our personal accounts, which are yes. also available from there. Uh, we love hearing from all you guys listening. We appreciate you sticking with us through this. And uh, we're going to stick together as a country to get through this crisis. And like President Trump said the other day, we're going to come out on the other side with big, beautiful lives, bigger and better than ever before. Amen. Right? Amen. All right. So go out there. Try to enjoy your weekend. Watch some Netflix. Eat some good food. And uh, as Larry David said, you have the best excuse ever now just to sit inside and do nothing. Right? (laughs) So, all right, guys. We love you all. Stay safe out there. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good weekend.